Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to today's Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here in the Bank of Ireland Startup Hub in Brentnall uh, Square with Alan M. Jones, Gary Alan English from UIDs, and from Ruben from Irish Tech News. Hi, everybody. Hi, tell me a bit about uh, what you plan to do in Ireland. Thank you guys for having us here. It's a real honor and a pleasure. I enjoy your podcasts, and uh, I have them on my iPhone, as a matter of fact. And, um, so I'm a subscriber. Yeah. Um, this has been a passion and a dream of mine now for a number of years to create an entirely new private university devoted entirely to media, arts, design, and entertainment studies. And we have a global vision, and we've been looking for the right location to base our corporate offices and to build a very high-quality, state-of-the-art campus. And we have chosen Ireland, we've chosen Dublin specifically, uh, as the location of our corporate offices, and uh, we look forward to creating a campus here. It's not just for tax reasons um, that we chose Ireland. Ireland is centrally located. Dublin is one of the world's great cities. Um, you're a technology center of the world now, and it's easy to get in and out of Dublin. Your time zone is proper, and it is what I call uh, 50 shades of green. Yeah. Also, we're just we're just so pleased to be here. Also, I guess the language is important because we speak English. It's easy for you guys to be able to communicate. Do they speak English in Ireland? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> well, we try to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the same in the, the south of America where I come from. That's English? Yeah. And also, you're talking about uh, the courses you're going to be doing. What kind of courses do you hope to have? Well, we're going to focus on content and creativity, and Alan is our Senior Vice President of uh, Strategic Initiatives, uh, among other responsibilities. And Alan, uh, I'll let you sort of run the ball now with uh, how we see our academic structure and programs. Yeah, this is Alan. Um, Thanks again for inviting us. We appreciate that very much. We're happy to be here. Uh, I just want to say, in my 30 years in the the business of uh, education and entertainment and media, this is something I've always wanted to be part of. And uh, I've had sort of similar opportunities in the past, but I think this is the, the best opportunity at this point. And with, with Gary's uh, vision and, and this, this good team that we have together, um, I think this is, this is where we're going to make a difference. And, and I believe we're, we're sort of somewhat educational uh, pioneers in, in this sense. And, and, and that I'll sort of want to get into a little bit more detail later. But uh, as as uh, you may, may be aware that over the last 11 years the, the creative industries has grown by at least 30% in the UK and this is very significant and it's, it's happening all over the world but uh, I, these numbers are, are quite recent that I've attained and uh, this, 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 this very fact that this creative industry is growing so much is, is, uh, is, is bringing us into realizing that with these emerging technologies uh, and, and very immersive technologies um, we believe that this is something that we want to really be part of and how we can make a difference, how this university can, can be quite different from anything that's being currently out there. Um, and our focus is really going to be on uh, creative uh, um, content creation, as, as Gary mentioned. Um, our name is, is uh, UIDEAS. It's all about creating imagination and ideas. And, and uh, of course, that will obviously include the research. But 
industry transformation is what's happening with emerging technologies, and we want to focus on those things. And that includes things like emerging, uh, sorry, uh, uh, augmented and virtual realities and uh, creative expression. So our courses will focus in areas in such as uh, games, film, um, uh, design, and uh, media, and, and so forth. And so. Um, which are which are not un unusual, but um, our focus will be quite, somewhat quite different in that in that aspect. And with regardless of all these technologies, you still need content, and this is the this is the C field that we think that we, is missing. And the creative content is something that we're going to really focus on into into this area. And uh, it's a fusion of of all these three things coming together, which is essentially arts, technology, and sciences. And I think this is a, is, a, is a, an area that is sort of is is being missed. One of the areas that we want to we'll focus on is entrepreneurships, and we really firmly believe in that. I've had some experience in the past setting up some incubation uh, uh, labs, and the incubation lab is, is what these students will eventually uh, need to have before they move into industry. And uh, in terms of that, uh, um, what that means is the students in their final years will come together as teams, and this is really all collaboration and teamwork, to produce these entrepreneurship opportunities to go down the industry um, to, to essentially uh, create their own, their own businesses as opposed to working for, for industry. Yeah. So that's sort of a... Because I see the, the future, if you're basically shooting a college, why would you go work for a company when you can work for yourself? Exactly. And that's, that's, that's what's being missed right now. Well, one of the, uh, one of the things uh, that I feel is extremely important that is a foundation of, of my vision and mission yeah. to create this new university, <clears throat> and it will be global. We'll have branch campus locations in different areas of the world, including Asia Pacific and the Middle East. What's important for me coming from the industry as an executive, having a successful career as a motion picture music executive, is that students have an understanding of the business. They can be the next Spielberg, they can be the next great producer, director, cinematographer, animation whiz. They can be uh, absolutely the best tech person in the world when it comes to media and creativity. If they don't understand the business, if they don't know how to negotiate a contract, understand the language of a contract, they are in big trouble. It's yeah. absolutely imperative that this is a foundation in our liberal arts aspect that they are prepared for the business side, mm -hmm. which will empower them more for their creative. Because I've seen startups involved, set up, and there's two, three guys who are coders, and two of the guys are used to be behind the scenes, so when they're told, go and pre present something to somebody, right, right. go sell the company, they can't because they haven't got the skills. Exactly. Well, this is very true. I've experienced this so many times, in the fact that the students are not taught the, the, the core principles, um, you know, um, Presentations is one of that, and, and you know, problem solving, creativity, analysis, and so forth, collaboration. All those things are very key, but business is a huge part of that because that's what's missing if they have to go out and you know, create their own uh, you know, company. They're, they're not going to have those abilities. So well, what I would say when I was a professor for those nine years in the European system, and I was teaching for the EU and major colleges and universities throughout the EU, <coughs> University of Westminster in London, Edinburgh College of Art uh, in Torino, in, in Berlin. Yeah. What I found is that, that the focus, rightly so, was on the creative arts, but to the detriment of the business side. And what I would tell these students in my guest lectures is, we call it the media business, or the movie business, or the animation business, but that is incorrect. What it is now is, it is the business of media, the yeah. business of technology, the business of 
That is the preface now. And as long as we can empower, every university enables students. That's their job. But very few in the world, I've found from my own experience teaching in them and listening to the students, very few of them empower. Yeah. And that's the key word for me doing this, is to empower. They need to be empowered to be a success. I was in college four years ago, I did a postgraduate diploma in clacketing, and in my course, we were taught to be entrepreneurs. And part of our course was, every time you do a project, that could be business. Mm-hmm. And the college's view was, if you do well with this, we get a, we get a small stake in that because we helped you make it grow. But also we did a, a module on accountancy and business and how to do this. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt at the time, I walked into college, wasn't prepared for that at all, walked out thinking, yes, I want to be an entrepreneur or do something for myself. He gave me that, gave me that which is exactly. great. Exactly. It's, it is, uh, in a way, it's like Superman's cape. Yeah. Because yeah. you can have all those powers, but there's something missing. Yeah, there's certain guys in my, in my course didn't actually uh, want, to, want, to, want to do that. And you could yeah. tell that they weren't going to be entrepreneurs. They didn't want to be involved in that. They right. didn't like the idea. Other guys like me embraced it. This is a great. And there can't be a startup. What else can I do that involves that? So I'm doing this now, which is, I get to meet startups all the time, and it's great. Exactly. Well, another aspect is a question I was asked when I had my offices in the Gulf, in, in Dubai and in Muscat Oman. Uh, from from top people in the government and in the higher education ministries, why do you want the name science in your university? And I would say, okay, when you watch the Academy Awards, who presents that? What body is it that awards those awards? It's the Motion Picture Academy of Arts and Sciences. The Grammy Awards, the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences. There isn't anything and what we are offering in both undergraduate and postgraduate and research and PhD with our partner university in London, which we'll speak about, yeah. that doesn't involve science. It is science. Mm-hmm. It's a fusion of those things. That exactly. Technology, creativity, science, all together is the future. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think if everybody's going to, everybody's important scientists of some, some kind, you can, but it, it depends how good you are. I'm not good at maths at all, so I'm not a great math scientist, but I'm a scientist of some sort. Yes. Because right. yes. whenever you're creating something, you're a scientist. Yeah. A great chef is a scientist. Yeah. You know, you see, I, I mean, all of us in our own way are scientists because what we do, whether it's education or technology or media or whatever it may be, there is a science to it. And I believe it's very important that we instill in our students the fact that they are, as you say, scientists. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes. go ahead. There was one, one thing I, I think I've seen with tech startups. Uh, I'd be interested to know what your, your kind of thoughts are on it. That it's, that when talking about the business side of startups, there's been a kind of desire or um, maybe to go after the kind of like the Facebook or the Twitter and to kind of get to that size to, to kind of like, right, we have a good idea, we have a good product now let's get a good team and get huge I mean is that something how, how do you feel about that or how, how the trends are going in, in respect to corporation building versus uh, say uh, company building well I'll answer from, from my perspective and then Alan can answer from the academic perspective we will start with core focuses on maybe two or three subject areas maybe film and television production but not in the sense that everybody else has it what we want to do, and this is backed up by the advisory board that we're putting together, and I'll mention one name in particular, 
uh, all two names. One is Caroline Farage, who was the head of CNN Arabic, and the other is Young Sik Kim, who was probably the world's most well-known product and industrial designer. What the purpose of our advisory board will be is to let us know in advance what the, the trends are of the future. For example, Caroline said, Gary, she said, I'll call you and I'll say, in three years, our CNN reporters in the field will have to know how to use this type of camera, this type of editing <coughs> software, and how to uplink that for us to be able to downlink and broadcast. I will tell you what it is and you teach it now. Then your students will have an open door at CNN. Mm -hmm. Now she said, you're going to be highly specialized in your degree programs. She said, if a graduate comes to my office at CNN and has a degree in mass communications, I will not even see them. It's a waste of my time. She said, why colleges and universities are giving this smorgasbord of a little of this, a little of this, a little of that, with no specialization, she said, we're not interested. But if you send us a graduate news directing or directing for television or one of these specific areas that we narrow down as the students go through the four years, she said, we'll take them at CNN. So we want students to graduate not feeling like, as you say, that, that they're going to hire a hundred people and they're going to sell their company for a billion dollars next year. No. We want them to understand, just as we are starting out and growing a step at a time as a university, that's what we want them to understand is that when you start up your own company, oh, it's like a baby growing in the womb. You don't just push it out like the commercial and it goes flying across the room and grows up all of a sudden, you know? Maybe you start with three people, and the next year you have ten people. It is a step-by-step -step process. That's where you will be assured of longevity and success. Mm -hmm. Now, from the academic standpoint, Alan, how do you... Well, I mean, yeah, this is, it's, it's specialization that we really want to look at. Um, because from my experience, and I actually, I have to say, I wasn't an academic from, from the very beginning. I was in the design business. I'm actually... Uh, uh, by by original uh, trade, I guess I was a graphic designer, and I evolved through uh, television and, and animation, into eventually becoming into the into getting into the educational industry, which uh, I found very rewarding because I, I, I wanted to have this sort of sense of uh, uh, bringing back something that I had learnt through the industry, and that was yeah. something rewarding to me. And I feel that. Uh, what I noticed as I went through this process, the reason I mentioned that is because there's a process I went through, and, and what I saw was all the things that were not shouldn't were not there that should have been there that were missing, and so often generalists were, were being produced. Uh, it was education industry was switching back and forth. What do we need now? Well, we need generalists. No, we don't. We need specialists. Nobody really understood what we really needed, and I really see a need that we have to specialize a lot more with the core foundation, of course, that, that Gary's mentioned that we need. We also need the specialization. So we're looking at games. Uh, we're looking at uh, um, uh, other areas such as uh, media and themed entertainment, which is something relatively new. Themed entertainment is something that's, that's is growing rapidly, especially in, in Asia um, and, and somewhat in, in North America too. But it, it's an area that's slowly missing. And so that's I'll just interject. Imagine a degree program in <clears throat> themed entertainment, or theme park design and management. Yeah. Now, how you can't get much more tech than that, but there again, as Alan is saying, they're not going to start out designing, you know, Disneyland. No. Yeah. 
Rollercoaster Tycoon. Yeah, there's great opportunities in, in just uh, you know theme park entertainment and so forth, and it's it's become huge in China right now <coughs> with what's happening with uh, you know. And Alan's got many years of experience in Malaysia. Yeah. A lot of my my uh, students are actually in this industry now, and so it's, it's wonderful to have all these connections from the, from all from the from the past. Uh, and, and this is where you get the feedback, and this is where this is good to have this sort of advisory uh, committee happening, so we can see where we're going to go and this, which direction we're going to go in. So I fully believe that we should be specializing much more in these areas, and look at what's happening with emerging technologies, integrate them into what we're doing. Mm. And blending, blended learning will be part of that. Uh, yeah. we, as we grow, we will certainly consider that to be part of something which is very important, where you can learn. Students need to, to be able to learn um, in a flexible way. And that's what's probably missing a lot of times too. The flexibility of learning in, in whether it's part-time, full-time, online, and so forth. So and I would like to publicly invite you. This is not trying to, to, to <clears throat> uh, kiss rear end or anything like that, but I would like to publicly uh, say I would be honored if both of you would be advisory board members as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, that'd be great, yeah. So, I'll check my calendar. I'll <laughs> what do you need me? Uh, let's see, in one hour I'm free. Yeah. No, I'm serious yeah, because because of our base in Ireland and the knowledge and understanding that you all have and knowing now what we're, uh, we're going to be doing, we're not starting out as Oxford. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a partnership It is a strategic <laughs> academic partnership with the University of East London that yeah. is historic yeah. and sure. it has been endorsed by Her Majesty's government. Well, this for me, that's very exciting. The whole, the whole project, uh, the whole creation, uh, the fact that you've chosen Ireland, it's obviously it's an honour and some of the, 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 the points you've made about why it's an attractive place, I couldn't agree more with you. Now, I think some of the other places where you could really stand out is we do have these great institutions, education institutions here, but they're kind of like uh, battleship or like uh, aircraft carriers. That, you know, they're great at going <laughs> in a one direction, but once they, you know, it's hard to be right. agile. And sometimes, mobile. sometimes yeah. these great, huge, tremendous, powerful aircraft carriers try to go through a canal that is a bit narrow. Sometimes. And they slow down. Yeah. <clears throat> and eventually they may make it through, but that can take years. Yeah. So what we find is in attracting people like yourselves and, and my team and others is how often in your lifetime do you have a chance to come into a higher education entity and make it work from day one. You're not coming into an existing structure that has different layers of arc, you know, it's just, you can't get, get anything done. You, you make a suggestion and we'll get back to you next year. Political yeah, it goes to this person, this person, this person. Here, mm-hmm. it's like a, it's like an open office is the way uh-huh. I see yeah. it, with our advisory committee members all around the world, leaders in their fields, with our staff, with with industry <clears throat> people. We want everybody to say, "This is what you should be doing," or "Why don't you do this?" or "How can we do this?" Because this is for the students. Yeah, this is to guarantee that when they graduate, they have a successful career. You know whether it is their own companies or whether they're working for somebody else. Uh, as as I you see in as the example, if we send them a graduate that is highly specialized, they're not going to start as a gopher. No, they're going to go into a very very good position in the field or in in the Atlanta office yeah. of CNN or somewhere else. That's my goal. That's my driving passion. <clears throat> yeah. It's to see every one of these graduates just be a, a shining success. Why else? That's why they're going. You made the point, Alan, that they're they're going to college and university 
for work. Yeah, I've seen in yeah. America yeah. years ago, you, you leave college and go to a company as a mailman yeah. and work way up. Yeah. If you're going to have a skill that's so specialized that right away you've got the skills we need and what we need is basic people to tell you what's going to be trends in five years time so exactly. when that hits you're ahead of the game you've got yes you, you learn it now yeah that's the whole point that you don't graduate with the skills that are you graduate from new ideas with the skills that are to come yeah, I, yeah. that's the whole reason I'm doing this well, yeah. it's a very I, my own age I'm 37 now and so I I came through education at a very interesting time when uh, we didn't have quite the internet in our school when I was graduating. Uh, and then friends who went on to do, I remember one friend that went to do electrical engineering and three years later everything he learned was absolutely useless because they'd gone, <laughs> gone from analog to digital, right? So there's yeah, all, the, yeah. you know, so, so yeah. all these huge, uh, huge trends that it's essential, particularly when you're looking at technology. Mm which everything encompasses some well, aspect of technology. We can look at, for example, and I'll share the BBC interview with yeah. you, uh, Press Arts People, that yeah. we did with uh, with uh, Kim Young-se. And uh, in one segment, he's using uh, virtual reality to illustrate a flying car. He's already designed it. And Press Art asked uh, Kim Young-se, uh, when do you anticipate this will be a reality? And he said, five years. So he is future-oriented yeah. mm-hmm. in all these things he's designing, and it, you know it's it's floating in space when you see this. And so uh, he is, is is going to be very welcoming to me when I arrive in Seoul. This is a long journey I'm on, starting in Dublin, well, starting in London with UEL, our partner, University of East London, who I'm so grateful to, and Dr. Paul Springer, who was their their dean, uh, Creative Industries, uh, to Dublin, which is my new home. Great. Uh, to Dubai for meetings, to Singapore for a week with one of the top people in Asia, Colin Goh. And the Goh family is uh, extremely well known. And Colin is such a, a gracious, gracious person. Um, and then to Taiwan, to Taipei uh, for one of our colleagues, and then to Seoul. Yeah with McLord Song and Kim Young Se, and perhaps we will base one of our campuses in Seoul. You know? And then the government of Hong Kong has asked me to stop in Hong Kong for five days, and I'll, as soon as I arrive and hit the hotel, the Secretary of Innovation and Technology for Hong Kong uh, will be at my hotel to see me, Nick, Nick Yang. Well, that's pretty good. So yeah, um, my goal is not just to to, to think uh, uh, one dimensional. We we're looking at campuses throughout the world, obviously, and obviously Asia is part of that. And, but and our main campus, our home, yeah, <clears throat> the number one campus, numero. How do you say it in Gaelic? Number one. Ibrahim. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, will be in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good we, to that's hear. What we'd like to hear. Yeah. We're we will be able to promote the Irish brand. Because we will be an Irish brand. Yeah. That's the way we look at it. Because anywhere around the world, if you go and you say you got Irish connections, everyone welcomes you with open arms. <laughs> so it helps. Yes, exactly. Well, yeah. well, again, as we said in the beginning, this is uh, to be in Dublin and to be able to call this our new home is an extremely amazing honor for us. Uh, and I speak on behalf of all of our team. Mm-hmm. And physically, do you have any ideas about where, where the campus will be located? Any preferences? Not it's yet. quite no. premature for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Stephen Mullen with IDA in New York has been so wonderful. Um, and we're meeting uh, Sally Ann Hines today at 2 o'clock at IDA's offices. 
Um, it's a little premature to actually think in terms of where the campus yeah. might be. We've got about 12 to 14 months of development, and uh, that's where we all gather in our offices and make the plan, the strategic plan for the academic program. What was suggested to me uh, was that there are existing structures that we could fit out yeah. and make it a state-of-the-art campus. Um, one, one even suggested to me in an email, he said, you might even find a castle. As long as it's within commuting distance <laughs> yeah, of Dublin, sure. yeah. um, we're open to any kind of possibilities for the campus. The, the key thing is that we're not going to build a structure here. There's too many structures available now yeah. that could be a campus cluster. Yeah. Well, that's what the, DIT, Dublin Institute of Technology, have just done yeah. that. They, they moved, they, they centralized other campus up. They had yeah. a dispersed campus. And right. Now it's all up in Grange Gorman, yeah. right? the old mental hospital. <laughs> What I see, how I see this is, uh, and again, this is a part of my Walt Disney dreamer persona that I carry with me because he is the one that said, if you can dream it, you can do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what I want is an environment, a campus that is like Tomorrowland, future world, mm -hmm. where students can't wait to get there, staff can't wait to get there. They want to be there as soon as the doors open and they don't want to leave. It is tomorrow. Yeah. in their whole environment there and it, it's I want a, a, a gallery that's open to the public where students always are running the exhibitions and exhibiting their work no matter what kind of work it may be and so I want the public to be able to access this as well I want the public to come and drive by and say would you look at that whoever dreamed that something like this would be here that's the way I see it cool. and what about VCs you want to get involved How would, what would they be looking for well, we have Series A, we have Series B, and then obviously Series C and D. What we're focused on right now, which we have a, a, a beginning part of that Series A, this is to allow our offices to open, our staff to come together, for us to sit every day and plan the academic programs, to exp to uh, look at the future, where we want to be, where you know we've got a lot of things that we need to do, we've got a lot of people to meet. Um, we're setting aside 15% for the Series A, which we think is very fair. And um, I guess it's okay to say that, that the valuation of what we're doing as soon as we open the offices will be 33 million US dollars. So we're looking over the five-year plan and uh, it's an extraordinary opportunity with the internal rate of return, the return on investment. This is not something that was thrown together overnight. This is months and months and months and months of, of study. Uh, we realize that there are over almost 400,000 students worldwide based on the figures that we have, have received. Over 400,000 students worldwide alone that would want to study media, design, art, entertainment. So the market is broad, it's huge. And we believe that this will be a great, a great uh, magnet for students from all over the world, as we were discussing earlier, mm -hmm. from from all of, all through the EU, from from uh, uh, former Eastern Europe countries that were part of the Soviet Union, uh, North Africa, the Middle East, especially the the GCC, UAE, Kuwait, Oman, Bahrain, the Qatar, uh, and from North America, because everyone loves Ireland. Yeah. 
Well, it's, and it's very central for us. I mean, that's why we picked it. We had looked at other areas, but we felt that, that Dublin seems to have the best fit for us. Obviously, with a lot of incentives here anyway. And, and it's got from, nothing to do with Guinness. I've never even <laughs> tasted yeah. Guinness. That's only gender related. You asked me the other day, what does Guinness taste like? So, well, you have to try it. Excuse me. I can't explain it. You have to try it. It's an acquired taste. It is an acquired taste. Like, oh, yeah. like scotch for some people. You some know, acquired, acquired younger than others. <laughs> oh, I, had to learn, I, I had to learn to drink coffee, so I mean, yeah. I'm open to anything. Exactly. You know? There you go. Is there anything that you'd sort of any any I guess message you'd like to get out there? Obviously, we've kind of covered a fair whack of stuff. I mean, yeah. Is there anything that, that we would kind of we haven't looked at that, that is important? Well, I know you have fifty million listeners. That was what I was told. And um, to these fifty million people around the world who are all Irish at heart, um, thank you for the last few days making us feel at home. We want Ireland to be proud of us. We want Ireland to be glad we're here. We are setting out to change the face of private higher education, but in the right way. And uh, we, uh, it's just yeah. a great honor for us. And man, we're on the doorstep of a new renaissance, as I like to call it, and uh, we just like to Ireland to be part of that. And that's, that's why we want to make our, our sort of foundation of future here. So we're, we're happy to be here. We've got a lot to, to see in Ireland. We don't know much about it at this point in terms of we haven't had the chance since we just arrived a couple of days ago, but we're looking forward to the future. Well, we, we believe that, that Ireland will enable us. I'm going back yeah. to the two E words. Ireland will enable me particularly as, as an individual to see my dream become a tangible reality. And, and I take this very, very seriously. But I believe also that we, in turn, Ireland enables us, we will be able to empower Ireland. Another quick question is about the if anyone is interested in more information about uh, investment and, and VC, who should they contact? Get in contact through us. If that's okay with you, for and now, then, for sure. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We have a basic website up, uh, uideas.co. Sure. But uh, and that's that's a transitional. It's sort of like a teaser in the movie theater. Yeah. Coming it's soon to a mine near page. you. Yeah. Perfect. Well, we'll, we'll 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 act as your. Uh, if anyone has any queries, they can just contact us, and sure. we'll, we'll pass. Yeah. Well, we are. Uh, yeah. We we know that this is going to be a great success. But again, I go back to the fact that we're not starting out uh, as New York University. Yeah. We're going to do a step at a time, <laughs> step at a time. We're here to meet the needs of the industry, and to empower our students to fulfill those needs. Perfect. Okay, and I great. want to thank you all. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Great. Thanks. 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 Thanks